It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, welcome back. Uh, one thing that I'd like you to react on the temper of bed chair text line, 0487 Who are the two key players for Fremantle? Norman Cal listening mm. on 1611. I think Frederick and Brayshaw are two of the most important players this week. And Walters and Schultz, um, being a wet weather game, need to be true small forwards and snag four goals each. There you go, Norm. Uh, good call. Um, I, Frederick, Walters, Schultz, all forwards, Clearly going to be critical. I'm not so sure it'll be wet, uh, Norm, but being a night game, given, I think, how the Bulldogs have to try and curb Fremantle's strength, and that's therefore it could be a ground ball Mm. game. But I think also one of the areas that I've got in my notes where I I find the Bulldogs really vulnerable and where Fremantle can get an advantage is exactly as Norm said, the crumbing small forwards if they can't take their marks. If Lobb... We don't know if Tabin is playing. I don't think Tabin will play. No, I, think I don't think Lob, he'll play. Logue. So it does become a bit more of a ground level game, but you'd need Lob in particular to take, you know, four or five or six uncontested on the lead marks, present up, and the ball running smoothly to him, kicked out in front. He takes it in the hands or on the chest. He's in front of his defender because an area where I see the Bulldogs as vulnerable is their leaky defence. And and the Bulldogs leak 82 points a game. They they rank about, uh, I, I think in terms of defence, they rank something like 13th. And the likes of, you know, Zane Cordy, Alex Keith, you know, I think I think they could be got mm. by West by Fremantle's better forwards if they're at their best. Because I don't think it'll be wet. I don't think it'll be no. wet. I think they'll be able to hold it. But I, I, the most important player, you've said Brayshaw, I think he sets a tone. You've said Sarong, and Norm has named, uh, you know, three or four or five uh, Fremantle players here, and they've he said, you know, they're one of. The most important for mine is that, and I've got it in my uh, match sort of conditions, I think Sean Darcy has to have a really good yeah. game because Tim English is in the form of his short career, and, and he runs around the ground like a, like a ruck rover. He, he's another midfielder. Sean doesn't do that. So he's got to be accountable enough, I think, to curb English. They'll probably share each other at the taps, the hitouts, and, uh, and and some clearances, but English gets good clearances. He runs with the ball. They run forward with the ball. That That's an area. One of the most important players in the game for Fremantle is Sean Darcy against uh, Tim English. And I'll to throw one. I know we've spoken about Brayshaw and Sarong, but a player for me when Fremantle were up and going – and they were playing some really enterprising, exciting footy, and he was getting a fair share of it for me as Will Brody. Yeah, yeah, when, and when, good clearances yeah, as well. Yeah, and then of but course, and then they tried to change his role a bit. And well, when, got, when Nathan Five came correct, back, and it didn't work, mm. it didn't work. So I think if Will Brody can get the amount of footy that he got, particularly in the first half of the season, uh, in the final on Saturday night, then I think the Eagles—I mean, Eagles—I think the Dockers are on their way to winning that yeah. game. Yeah, and you know who else is? is I think unheralded. Uh, for the type of season they've had, 
has been the consistency of David Mundy to assist. Mm. Like he starts on the bench, I think pretty much even after each break, but certainly every match he starts on the bench. He's part of that road, that, that midfield rotation group of Brayshaw and Sarong and Brody. They're, they're pretty much the only ones that go into the centre square. Every now and again, a Walter sneaks up for a, a centre circle restart, but they're the main ones. And I think, I think the Bulldogs have got a deeper midfield and they've got some blokes that are really dangerous with when they do run the ball. And one of the ones I reckon is is Craig McRae, is um, Jack McRae, and he he is their biggest ball winner. He's uh, over the season, and he he he's the most uh, influential in terms of clearances. He's another six or seven clearances a game man, like Liberatore. But I think he could be really important with no Liberatore. But he's a second rece- second possession receiver. Usually it's a Liberatore or a Dunkley or a Bontempelli that gets it out to McRae. He bursts and gets away. I think they've also got to show a lot of attention to McRae around the stoppages. Get hold of him and Fremantle again, also well on the way to winning it. But I reckon Sean Darcy has a huge role to play. Okay, give us your thoughts on that. Let's look at the game tomorrow night. Gets underway at 5.20 our time. It is Brisbane against Richmond. Mm -hmm. And a lot has been said about the Richmond uh, ability to score heavy tomorrow when you've got the likes of Jack Revolt and, of course, Tommy Lynch. Dustin Martin will be there. Morris Rioli, Jaden Short, Shy Bolton, who's having a, a standout season. And this is what, just briefly, Chris Fagan said about combating that Richmond forward line. You know, the first thing is you've got to try and win the, the, uh, the contested ball uh, battle. That's always very important. Uh, you've got to set up your team defence uh, really well. And... The other thing you've got to do is concentrate yourself on scoring, and we're pretty good at that ourselves too. I think we might be second to them just, yep. and they might have only just passed us in the last home and away game. So we've got a similar threat for them as, as they have from us. Darcy Wilmot, is he playing tomorrow night? Uh, we've, got to, we've got to make that decision. We, we had to have a look at Cal Archie last week because he missed a few weeks with the concussion. He played three quarters in the reserves and got through and played pretty well. So it'll come down to a decision between those two boys. Uh, well, we can tell you that uh, the team has been announced, and Darcy Wilmont, uh, you heard that question there, is actually listed on the interchange, and uh, Calamachi is listed as an emergency. So saying that, that surprised me actually a bit regarding Brisbane Lions' forward line, uh, second to Richmond. Oh, no, they, 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 they faded a bit in recent uh, weeks, Peter. They, they were the trendsetters. They were the freest scoring, biggest scoring mm. team in the competition for the bulk of the season. Uh, but but that, Joe Danaher, I wouldn't rely on no, all my eggs in no, his basket. Let's go to Mike at Ellenbrook, who's given us a call. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. I'd just like to uh, say that the centre line for Fremantle is pretty important in Saturday's game. Yep. Because those three players across there have to collectively pick up at least 50 kicks. And uh, if that's the case, they probably poke 25 into the forward line. And halve that with shots of goals. They've got at least 12 to 13 or 14 goals on the board, and that's almost a winning score. So uh, I think those three, three fellows across the centre line have got a fair bit on their plate. So Akers, Brace, or Aish you know, has, has been pretty mm. consistent, but Akers and Aish as the wingers. See, I think Aish ultimately might become a, a dual-purpose player as well. Um, so that might, uh, Mick from Ellenbrook, I, I, I see Aish perhaps as someone that could run with Bailey Smith or even Jack McRae, which would mean that he'd be either a wing or, or from the wing picking them up as they burst from congestion mm. if he doesn't go in for the centre square. If you want Brayshaw, Brody and Sarong in there more consistently, and then Mundy's another one who gets his turn in the centre square, 
Aish on a Bailey Smith, for instance, or if Bailey Smith goes in for a centre square uh, restart, then Aish could go with him. But certainly Akers on the outside. See, Lachlan Hunter is another one who gets pretty free. He's another one who likes that free ball, the hand pass. The likes of the uh, Hunter, Dunkley, Smith, McRae, Bontempelli, they all hand pass two or three or four times as they burst and spread and then go forward. But one of the problems with the Bulldogs is that they bomb the ball too much as well. They bomb it long, and that will suit Fremantle's yeah, defenders. Hopefully also, for the big mark yeah. of uh, Norton but, uh, so and Bruce. I'm with him on the on the yeah. on the centre liners, but uh, certainly Acres and Aish have to be defensive as well. A bit like say an Ed Langdon, mm. who's had a good season with Melbourne. Good on you, Mick. Thanks for the call, mate. Uh, your Dockers man. Oh, no, mate, just the West Australian sides. Good so on you, mate. Hope yeah. they go all right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate yeah. your call, mate. Thanks for listening Thanks, to Mick. the Drive program here on SENWA. It is. And we're talking they're broader than just the centre square midfielders, aren't we? And that's where I think Fremantle have got a good depth. But the Bulldogs have got a lot of experience around some of their playmakers as well. But they'll all have to play a little bit more, uh, I suppose, without Liberatore. Mm. He's a huge loss. I tell you what's going to be intriguing for me. Dane Zorko tomorrow night. Mm, yeah, good call. Uh, the captain for the Brisbane Lions. How much attention will he get from Richmond? Okay, we know that uh, it's played out now, and he was the only one that was really named, even though there was uh, speculation that he copped a bit of ugly treatment from maybe uh, a few Melbourne players, but it's never really gone any further. So, you know, Dane Zorko tomorrow night, mentally, how will he go? How will he handle it at all? There'll mm. be talk about him leading into the game. There'll be talk about him by, by the host broadcasters every time he gets near the ball. So he's, he's not going to hear any of that. No, but I'm saying he, he'll subconsciously be knowing every time I get near the ball, they'll be commenting about nah. something I did. So well, psychologically, I'm just wondering how he's going to get himself up for what is a very important game. And he is the leader of the team. If you're a tough nut, which he it is. Would, it would it would help be a motivator. Yeah. I would suggest you could you could just think of a, a lot of people that we've even at our levels of sport you've played with some of those people that uh, just they're a troublemaker. They say something, they get in a bit of trouble, but uh, once they put their their jumper back on the next week or their shirt back on the next week, you can trust them emphatically. What what I think is significant out of this Brisbane team, we've touched on and we've been saying it for weeks that Joe Danaher can't be relied on. I no. mean, he's Hipwood can't be relied on. And they're, yet they're their two key forwards. Conversely, I think you can rely on Tom Lynch and you can rely on Jack Rewalt and you're certainly going to be able to rely on Dustin Martin. I, I, I don't, th- even though he's missed so much footy, Peter, uh, I just think he could be a real uh, impact player for Richmond. Probably not playing much in through the centre square, mainly forward. But a couple of omissions that have hit me which on, on seeing these teams, which are critical, Jared Lyons out of the Brisbane team, mm-hmm. just says injured. Well, I haven't heard anything about that all week. Uh, Rainer suspended. Noah Answorth suspended. Well, they're two tough nuts as well. Uh, Lyons is a tough nut. Lyons is someone who could have played some kind of a midfield defensive running role uh, around a Cochin mm. uh, or a Prestia. But him out, that's a huge out. But I'm also surprised, and I don't think this will happen. There's no way Shane Edwards, who's listed as just an emergency and omitted from the Richmond team, he doesn't not play tomorrow night. Shane Edwards, he's been one of their playmakers all season. Uh, so someone's coming out of that Richmond team, I reckon. There's no way known Shane Edwards is not going to play. Okay, uh, Jimmy's just saying uh, Lions reportedly has got a Thanks, bit of a Jim. groin problem. So there you go. We're going to take a break. I want to ask you about Junior Rioli, what the latest yeah. is with him, because yeah. there's been a lot a of speculation. There. Is it Port Adelaide? Is he staying at the West Coast? Is he heading to Richmond? Uh, Eagles fans will get the latest on Junior Rioli next here on Drive. All thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre.